Hubhopper Originals. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Biblio Babu Show. I'm back again with the episode of the week. The book that I review today, or rather, not review, because the book is like 20 years old. It has been in circulation since the past 20 years, and it's being modified every now and then. But yeah, I mean, I share my thoughts and my purview of the book. This book also has been requested by some of you. Through the social handles and email and WhatsApp connections, that please tell us or read or speak about this book. So here I am. This is going to be a short episode, not very long. I'll try to squeeze in some basic information that I found in the book. This book was written 20 years ago. It is still in circulation, and it's, it is a book with one of the largest circulations in the history of publishing. This book is written by a gentleman named Robert Kiyosaki. He's a Japanese who settled in America, and he's been born and brought up there. Most of you must have guessed it. The book's title is "Rich Dad, Poor Dad." We call it a classic, but then it's been revised. It just came out. The edition that I have is the latest revised version, which has some some. Nine or ten uh, work spaces inside the book, wherein after every chapter they have given some comments, some questions, and then how do we imply Robert's thinking into our own lives? So, rich dad, poor dad, as you all know, is primarily about personal finance as to how to grow rich. Something on the grounds of Napoleon Hill's uh, "Think and Grow Rich." So, it's about financial acumen, how to be rich, how to beat the rat race, and step out and get some money in your pockets. I was very intrigued. I I have been delaying reading this book for like almost four years now. I don't know for what reason, but somehow this book never connected with me. But this time, I I got the book. I read it. I found it interesting. People requested, and I see a lot of people talking about this book. So I was curious as to what it is that the book has that makes so much of sense. So I said, "Let's go ahead. Let's read it." Yeah. So the book basically speaks about how to get rich, but there is one particular thing that Robert focuses on. And if you follow Robert Kiyosaki on social media, uh, on his uh, social handles, he always speaks about. this primary thing and that is called asset now out of a lot of takeaways i'll share couple of them with you today uh, in this in this episode so one of those key takeaways is understanding your financial statement which includes your income and expenses and your assets and liability income and expenses we all know money that comes in and then how we spend it then assets and liabilities these are the four primary financial terms now robert adds another term to it and he says that your financial statement consists of these six pointers so income expenses assets liabilities and at the end it's cash flow as to how your cash flows through all these four quadrants this is called the financial statement uh, he emphasizes a lot on maintaining your assets and controlling your expenses your assets will in turn give you a partial income and uh, the definition of asset is pretty simple we all know it's like all around the internet we all know it assets put money in your pocket liability takes money out of your pocket so when i started this book and i came across this uh, financial statement logic i was pretty impressed not impressed but i was i was kind of curious to see what he says in the coming chapters but i i must say i'm disappointed 
uh, or rather i should say that i was kind of expecting a lot but then i was it was this book was like over promising and under delivering because throughout the book the only asset that robert speaks about is housing you know real estate and so one point that he keeps on repeating in the entire book is that the rich people don't pay taxes and uh, then he says that the middle class and poor class are shouting that tax the rich tax the rich but then the rich don't pay taxes because they are into real estate they are into debt now here's the confusion uh, before you read this book if you haven't read this book or if you have read this book there are other authors there are other speakers other financial and uh, entrepreneur speakers like gary vaynerchuk and andy frisella and then you have tom rath and then simon sinek so what they do is they tell you openly to stay away from debt but here robert is reversing the equation he says that you take a real estate on on a loan and then when you sell it you buy a, a higher real estate so that you save your capital gains tax and you are again debt and because real estate debt is against your name you will not be taxed by the government so hence you saving a lot of tax which he says is 50% now here is the disconnect being in india he he talks about the <clears throat> american taxation circle in the american real estate market but i am not really sure how is it relevant in our country i'm going to do research on what he says and i might even give it a shot i mean of course i'm not going to buy a house or something but then at least i'll get into the details as to what he says is relevant and logical to our country or not because he says he mentions in the book that he's very deeply invested in southeast asian countries also uh in the in the asian subcontinent so i'm going to do my research i'm going to do my homework and i'll keep you posted through my social handles but then yes so the only point that keeps on repeating keeps on repeating in this book and sometimes it gets a little overboard is that buy real estate buy real estate but buying real estate in india is a lot more hassle than it is in the united states because in the states and and in canada the regulations the governance is very crisp it's controlled and there are uh, you know ways out of everything but in india it's an entire network it's an entire syndicate and it gets very difficult we all know buying a real estate these days is very risky because you know you don't know about the land litigation you don't know about the build quality you don't know about what's going to happen next in the future like there are areas where a society comes up and the flats sell like hot cakes and suddenly there's a dispute between the local administration and the builder and then suddenly the flats values go down and then you are in deep ditch so it has its own risks another thing that he keeps on insisting is that uh, you don't work for money you make your money work for you he says that there are only two ways to have it done now there are two types of income one is your salary income and your main profession income another is your partial income your partial income includes your stocks uh, your dividend income and your real estate income and your rental now real estate income also includes your rental and the tax that you save from there so this is the mota mota zist in rich dad poor dad and uh, he's invented a game also which is on the website richdad.com that's his website you must go there and see check out what he says on the website but for me i'm i must say that i'm a little uh, disappointed with the book i had high expectations from this book this is about 420 some pages ka book and i finished it pretty quickly because i was excited i was i was reading in eagerness as to aage kya hoga aage kya hoga what does he say next what does he say next but then you know nothing came out very concrete 
so there are things also that make sense and one of the most relevant thing which is again a common thing and we all know it and i see especially address the the younger generation you know the millennials the first second and third generation millennials of our country if you're listening to this listen to these pointers that robert says and i also say it personally when i when i'm interacting with people around me rich people buy assets and poor people buy liabilities and middle class people buy liabilities thinking that they are assets now explanation of this is that like he speaks about real estate like rich people invest big time in uh, in real estate and that's how they make money poor people of course have uh, very less cash flow so they are kind of on liabilities but then the middle class is the one who is suffering because we buy liabilities thinking that it's an asset prominent example mobile phones on emis laptops on emis cars on emis asset is something that makes mo- that puts puts money in in our pocket not take money out of our pocket so that becomes a liability additionally one surpri- one more thing that i really liked of the book uh, is the difference between net worth and being rich so he says that your net worth is a hypothetical figure so when your net worth is calculated they you, they count the possessions also that you have like they might count the current value of your house they they'll count the car that you have the kind of clothes that you wear the kind of tech equipment that you have the kind of office that you have so that covers up your net worth but most of it is on a mortgage uh, or on on a loan from a bank so it's relatively very less in value he says you should not focus on your net worth you must focus on being rich being rich means having a solid cash flow cash flow is hard cash floating around in the system you have a business or you have a partial income but then you have cash you can sell something and get money out of it that's his definition of being rich which which makes sense you know so if 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 you read it uh, if you get to understand this concept then yeah it makes a lot of sense plus he also uh, includes one point at the beginning of the book which kind of instantly clicked he says being broke is temporary being poor is a mindset is a lifestyle he says you can be very high in net worth but you are broke broke means when you have no cash when you have no hard cash to sustain and survive and meet your expenses so you say you can be broke momentarily you might not have cash but then if you sell something or you in you get an in return on your investment or you start getting into a job you will have money immediately you might not be broke but he says being poor is a lifestyle it's a mindset once you think and believe that you're poor nobody can recover you so i will again uh vouch for this pointer that there's a difference between being broke and being poor let's be broke we are supposed to be broke that's how we will get rich adding on to this he also says that most people most middle class people and poor people don't get rich because of one reason he says that reason is fear of failure fear of rejection he says if you are into business and you cannot sell if you are an entrepreneur and you cannot sell you're not an entrepreneur if you are scared of losing money you can never be rich if you are scared of failing you can never be successful so this is something uh, which is again very very true until unless you lose your money 
money is the most is one of the most precious thing that all of us have in our life it's not everything but it's most of the things the day we lose our money is the day our brain starts working creatively as to how to get the money back now there are two ways to it either you take you try to take the shortcut which will push you further down the ditch or you take the smart way which is to get rich slowly so i was reading warren buffet's interview the other day and he was talking to someone and he was he asked a question to to warren buffet the the other gentleman asked a question to warren buffet as to warren your fundamentals of making money or are all around the place but still people are not rich why so warren buffet says people are not rich because nobody wants to get rich slow everybody wants to get rich overnight and that is something that really cannot happen the overnight successes that come around your way have a decade or more than a decade of hard work early mornings late nights lot of rejections that have brought them to this overnight success ka level so these were some thought these are my thoughts on the book uh, i was kind of a little disappointed i'll try to write to robert he's come out with some other books also and i'll try to get those books and uh, see what he says see how he connects now what happened is what happens is he's written this book in 1997 which is like about in 2 in 20 years ago although he's been changing making changes to uh, the the content and the latest editions have been coming out but is relatively still the same so now he talks about donald trump also so this book like i said which i have speaks about the donald trump administration but then again it's it speaks about us and canada and i don't see them that relevant in india there are some things that make sense which i which i've shared with you so go ahead follow these principles uh, if you have any questions or queries on these thing on these pointers that i've shared you can connect with me on my social media instagram aman s siddu on facebook it's amandeep singh on twitter it's amandeep412 on linkedin it's amandeep singh leave me a feedback in the comment section of your application send me an email on feedback.amansiddu@gmail.com i'm sorry my voice is a little uh, off track because i've have i've been suffering to this viral fever hence the delay in the episode but nonetheless i'm better i'm on track uh, also send me an email and ping me on socials and tell me what book you want me to uh, read for you review for you and tell you the glimpses of the book i have some exciting books coming up one of them is start with why written by simon sinek another one is strength finder written by tom rath another one is manage your time manage your life another one so there are two fiction books which i am also reading another book that i have currently in progress is what they don't teach you at harvard business school then a book written by peter thiel 0 to 1 about startups so yeah a lot of books coming up i'm really excited to share them with you keep sending me messages and your feedback and your reviews <clears throat> about the podcast about the episode on social media channels and stay happy stay hungry stay foolish and keep listening to the biblio babu show bye इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट